Hello there, Americans. Do you like getting your murk on? Do you like hearing about news of the day, news of the world, news of the country? Do you like bitching about Nancy Pelosi or listening about Trump? From all that in between, find it all on Kevin's podcast show. It's intricate, informative, and damn it, it's funny. Go Merka. Korea is the first sitting United States president to ever do that. So let's talk about it. In news versus news. Welcome to Kevin's Podcast Show. Thank you for being here. My name is Kevin Marshall. Thank you to the dozen and dozens of the KPS faithful out there. I really do appreciate you. That's what we're going to talk about in news versus news. Donald Trump goes to North Korea, visits with Kim Jong-un once again. Is there peace on the horizon? We'll talk about it in today's episode. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the spectacular KPS Arena. The World News Boxing Association is proud to present three rounds of heavyweight action. Let's get ready to rumble. President Donald Trump has taken 20 steps inside of North Korea, being the first United States president sitting to ever step inside the North Korean state. That's news, folks. That is amazing news. And we're going to talk about it in News versus News today. The first thing we're going to talk about is Al Jazeera. And we're going to see what Al Jazeera's take on it was. North Korea state media has hailed leader Kim Jong-un's meeting with U.S. President Donald Trump at the Demilitarized Zone, the DMZ, between the two Koreas as an amazing event. As Japan's Prime Minister expressed hopes that the meeting would lead to progress. Kim and Trump agreed to, quote, resume and push forward productive dialogues for making a new breakthrough in the denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula, the official Korean Central News Agency said today. After a Twitter invitation by the U.S. President on Saturday, the two leaders met a day later in the strip of land that has divided the peninsula since the end of the Korean War. Which has not really been at the end, by the way. I want to make a note here that the uh, Al Jazeera, I'm calling you out, you're wrong right here. Officially, the Korean War is not over. It's at a ceasefire. We're still at war with North Korea. People may not know that. They can call it police action if they want to, but there's a ceasefire. We're not really not at war with them. But anyway, they said here, um, 
See, the two leaders met a day later in the strip of land that has divided the peninsula since the end of the Korean War when the two countries and their allies fought each other to a standstill. Kim and Trump shook hands over the concrete slabs dividing north and south before the latter walked a few paces into the Pyongyang territory, the first U.S. president ever to set foot on North Korean soil. The top leaders of the Democratic Something something Republic of Korea. Oh, DPRK, the Democratic People's Republic of Korea, and the U.S. engaging historic handshakes at Panmunjong. My Korean is a little off. And I've had a few cocktails, adult cocktails, but I'm just saying. Panmunjong. Panmunjong. Okay, we're going to go with that. was an amazing event, KCNA said Monday, describing the Truce Village as a place that had been known as the symbol of division and referring to the past as inglorious relations between the countries. The DPRK is the official name for North Korea. The, the, people, the, Democrat, the Democratic People's Republic of Korea, the DPRK, that's how they officially call their name. Trump announced afterwards that the two nations had agreed to resume discussions in the coming weeks. Stepping across the line was a great honor, said Trump in a joint news conference with Kim. It's a great day for the world, he added. I want to thank Chairman Kim for something else. When I put out the social media media notification, if he didn't show up, the press was going to make me look very bad. So you made us both look very good, and I appreciate it. Also included in North Korea's state media report was a description of Kim exchanging warm greetings with South Korea's President Moon Jae-in. And I'm not sure I'm saying that right. But that's pretty amazing. And you all can say what you want to about President Trump. You can say uh, he's an asshole, and he is. And you can say he's a dick. And he is. And you could say that he's mistreated women in the past. And he has. But I'm going to say right now, President Trump has made more progress when it comes to placating and mm, taking care of the North Korean um, event, situation, whatever you want to call it, than any other president has ever made. President Trump has done the right thing. He has gotten the South Korean president and the North Korean president to exchange greetings. Oh my goodness. If y'all have any idea about history, this is an amazing event. So that's what Al Jazeera has to say. And Al Jazeera is, of course, um, not an American news agency. So they have a little bit different take. So let's go over to, let's just take CNN. We're going to see what CNN has to say. We're going to talk about CNN next. And from CNN, after President Donald Trump took 20 unprecedented steps into the North Korea Sunday, reaction quickly poured in from the 2020 Democratic hopefuls on the campaign trail. Here's what some of the candidates said. Senator Bernie Sanders, 
He has, quote, no problem with Trump meeting with Kim Jong-un, but said the issue he took with Trump's incredible inconsistencies. I don't want it simply to be a photo opportunity. The whole world's media was attracted there. Senator Amy Klobuchar, I'm not saying her name right, Klobuchar, Klobuchar, I don't know. She's a senator. She's running for president. Among the other 24 that's running for president on the Democratic side, appeared on CNN's State of the Union and said diplomacy is not as easy as bringing a hot dish over to the fence to the dictator next next door. There needs to be a clear focus and clear mission and clear goals. I don't think we know it works until it there is results. Let me reread that for just a second. I don't think we know it works until there is results. Well, no shit, Sherlock. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Senator Amy, because I don't know your last name. Klobacher, Klobucher, Klobucher. Everybody say the last name. Senator Amy. Senator Amy, of course we don't know it works until it works. So, what are you saying there? The Joe Biden campaign put out a statement slamming Trump for his relationship with dictators, President Trump's coddling of dictators at the expense of American national security, and interest is one of the most dangerous ways he's diminishing us on the world stage and subverting our values as a nation this past week. He yet again fawned over, fawned over, Kim Jong-un, to whom he's made numerous concessions for negligible gain. Uh, joked with Vladimir Putin about our election security and getting rid of journalists, even expressed sympathy for Turkey buying Russia's missiles. Senator Elizabeth Warren tweeted, Our president shouldn't be squandering American influence on photo ops and exchanging love letters with a ruthless dictator. Instead, we should be dealing with North Korea through principled diplomacy, Diplomacy that has promoted U.S. security defends our allies and upholds human rights. Well, there you go. That's CNN. So on the one side, you've got the international press with Al Jazeera, who's like, Hey, man, the President of the United States is meeting with North Korea. That's some shit. And on the other side... CNN took the time to go to all the candidates who have said that President There's 24 candidates. I think that it's funny that they've noted um, only comments from about three or four of them, and the only ones that they were commenting on were the ones that were against Trump. So CNN's playing to its audience. Al Jazeera, you can say what you want to about them, but at least they're honest. This was an historic moment. It was an amazing moment. The President of the United States went to North Korea, and speaking as as a son of a veteran who fought in Korea, who was actually boots on the ground, my father actually was a soldier in North Korea and South Korea during the Korean conflict, which was a police action. It was never actually a declared war. But by God, people were shooting at each other and people were dying on both sides. So to me, that's war. I don't give a shit how you define it. That's war. My father was there. And he said to me, he died in 1996, and he said to me that we're going to have to deal with North Korea before it's over with. 
And at least we're not lobbying rocket lobbying rockets back and forth one uh one to another. At least there's not a resumption of hostilities. At least the United States and North Korea are talking and South Korean president and the North Korean president are talking to one another. That's pretty amazing. I don't give a shit. You can put all your politics aside. You can say you hate Trump all you want to, but you've got to say this is a win. And if you don't say this is a win, you're just being an asshole. President Trump has did a good job here. And I'm not a Trumper. I mean, I know a lot of people think that I am. A lot of people think that I'm a big Trump fan, that I support Trump and all that. I don't. I support the libertarian cause. But this is a good thing. It's an amazing thing. The President of the United States, a sitting President, has actually went into North Korea and offered or extended the olive branch and said, Hey, let's talk. We don't agree on everything, but let's talk. He's done that. And what is... Barack Obama had eight years. Did he do any of that? No. He didn't. George Bush had eight years. Did he do any of that? No. He didn't. Bill Clinton had eight years. Did he do any of that? No. He didn't. But Donald Trump did. So think about that. Donald Trump has went in to North Korea, made inroads to keep this crazy little North Korean fucker from dropping bombs on South Korea or the United States because he has the ability to do that. Why is that a bad thing? You can disagree with Donald Trump about a lot of things. You can tell me you can you can claim that he's racist, which I don't think that he is. You can claim that he's um, a sexual predator. Eh, maybe, maybe not. I, I mean, he's a powerful man with a, a huge libido. I don't mean he has a huge penis. I mean he has a huge libido. And has he tried to get in the pants of lots of good-looking women? Sure he has. You can say those. Sure. He's an ass about a lot of things. If you're not completely dedicated to him, then he don't like you. But, on this regard, on this issue, on this situation, you have to admit that he has done a good job. North Korea is not lobbing missiles, lobbying missiles into the United States, into South Korea, or anywhere else that he can reach. And that's a good thing. People aren't dying. And that's a good thing. So I'm not a Trumper, but on this I applaud the president. And that's all I have to say about that, but I'm going to give this absolutely 100% to Al Jazeera. They are the champions today in News versus News. They have soundly defeated CNN. 
And now it's time for a little bit of the unknown redneck. Stand by for that. Ladies and gentlemen, have you ever wondered what it's like to be a paramedic or an emergency medical technician or what they bitch about on a daily basis? Well, I've got just the show for you. It's the Shift Ender Podcast with my buddy Drew McSalty and his cohort, Morton Salt. They are some salty medics and EMTs. I'm just going to tell you right now, if you want to know what it's like, check them out. Shift Ender Podcast. Hey friends, Unknown Redneck here on Kevin's Podcast Show. I just want to tell you right now, honey, Cheryl has been out there uh, putting out her applications all over the internets and the webs and all that kind of thing right there and all shit she's at. And she's been looking for her job, honey. And she's been trying to fill out some things and do some things because she just don't feel exactly since Starla Jean got married to that little Frenchie feller. She just don't feel like she's doing things. She she just don't feel fulfilled, I reckon. That's what she told. She said she just don't feel like she ought to be just sitting around the house with her hands. Under legs, just a sitting there. But anyhow, she's put out some applications, honey, and she's trying to get her a job, and she's trying to be, I don't know, I don't know what she's trying to be, but she's trying to be something a little more than what she is, and honey, I think that's great. Well, anyhow, if y'all got any ideas about where Cheryl ought to be working, then we done ruled out that she needs to be going down there to Hardy's with Starla Jean and uh, trying to make them biscuits in the morning. But anyhow... She's going to try to get her a job, Summers, and if you got any ideas, just let us know. Drop us a line. I think that uh, Kevin's podcast show has got us looked, hooked up there, and we'll just be able to send us an email out on them internets, and I reckon Cheryl knows how to get a hold of you. But anyhow, if you got any ideas about what she needs to be doing, you just let us know. Anyhow, that's just a little update from the Unknown Redneck, and until next time, you know where I am. Yo, bro, it's time for the word of the day. Listen up and learn a little something. Yeah. Today's word is jollies, J-O-L-L-I-E-S, a term referring to one's pleasure related to a subject. For example, John gets his jollies by watching small ants. Jollies, noun, sexual gratification from any given source or cause. I got my jollies last night. Jollies, pleasure. The act of enjoying something or engaging in a pleasant experience, similar to getting off. I got my jollies from watching two chicks get it on. Jolly, a day out from work, ostensibly on some kind of work-based mission, but actually just going for a laugh. We went to the National Gallery to do some research. That was a nice little jolly. Jolly, all-around nice guy whom everyone loves. Jolly owns. Jolly. Getting your jolly is like feeling a high, a sense of satisfaction and happiness. It is a good feeling of accomplishment and needs to be done more often. I got my jolly off today at the mountain. Say, you haven't been boarding in a while, then you should cruise up the mountain. It's all fresh powder, a nice day and such. You have just gotten your jolly off. And that, my friends, is the word of the day. Jolly. The more you know. Macabre. Creepy. Weird.
Heretics Podcast. Available everywhere podcasts can be found. Once again, Dateline, Crossville, Tennessee, Ballpark Brawl breaks out Crossville Ballpark with the details. Tuesday, June the 18th, 2019. No doubt most of you have read about the Ballpark Brawl, which is, took place last week at the Centennial Park in Crossville. Well, now we have the details. The police report of the incident was released today. And rather than trying to rewrite the report and decipher what exactly has happened at the park, we have decided to just let the report speak for itself. Since no arrest resulted from the brawl, which was in the middle of a children's softball tournament, children's softball tournament, we have left out the last names of the people mentioned in the report, and of course, we have omitted the children's names. Here is the transcript of the narrative as written by the investigating police officer. On June the 13th, 2013, I'm sorry, 2019, city units responded to Centennial Park for a physical fight that was in progress. Upon arrival at the scene, the physical altercation had stopped, but people were still pointing at the dugout on the left side of the ball field. I, the police officer, Ran down to the dugout and onto the field where I made contact contact with several people who stated that a Miss Amber and a Miss Tracy were involved. Notice it's Ms, not Mrs. Ms. Amber and Ms. Tracy. If they'd had husbands, maybe they would have not been involved. But I digress. I made contact with Ms. Tracy and began to speak with her in regards to the fight. Ms. Tracy stated that her husband was the coach, so obviously the police officer, when writing the report, didn't understand the difference between Ms. and Mrs. Mrs. Tracy, I'm going to clarify, said that her husband was the coach, Mr. Nick. While on the field coaching, Mr. Nick was yelled at by Mrs. Michelle. Michelle. Yet to see whether she's a Mrs. or not. We can't be relying on the police officer for this. Ms. Michelle was a uh, was yelling at him about being too hard on one of the children that he was coaching. One of the children's. Ms. Michelle was being belligerent and came through the dugout and onto the field where the coach was. Ms. Michelle still yelling at Mr. Nick when Ms. Tracy stepped in and began arguing arguing with Ms. Michelle for being belligerent and yelling at her husband. Ms. Michelle's daughter, Ms. Amber, then ran down the hill, onto the dugout, out onto the field, and began arguing with Mrs. Tracy. Now's the first time he's mentioned Mrs. Mrs. Tracy, for yelling at her mother. During the argument between the two females, Mrs. Amber's husband, Mr. Nathan, was reported to have been inciting the two females to fight by yelling to his wife to, quote, kick her ass, quote, and not to break up the fight. It was at this time that the females began a physical altercation. During this physical altercation, one child was smashed up against the chain-link fence and his brother was trampled 
to the ground, with Mrs. Amber stepping on his leg when the father, Mr. David, noticed that his children were children's were being trampled. He ran in to help and attempted to push push Miss Amber off of the child's leg when he was grabbed from behind in a chokehold by Mr. Stephen. The fight was broken up before the city units arrived and the scene was chaotic. In order to restore order, I got everyone's attention and closed, closed the fields on Turner Field. T-ball side. T-ball. This was over a T-ball game. T-ball. Not softball. Not baseball. T-ball. I got everyone's attention and closed the fields on the Turner Field T-ball side. It was then that I was able to begin gathering information and found that Mr. Nathan, Ms. Amber, Ms. Michelle, and Mr. Stephen were the main cause of the fight, and all four have been banned from Centennial Park indefinitely. No charges have been filed at this time. And alcohol is not suspected. Surprise, surprise, surprise. And that is a little bit of weird Tennessee news. Weird Tennessee. It's time for the shout-outs to all my buddies out there who have their own podcast. That'd be Drew McSalty with the Shift Ender Podcast and Derek Cook with Derek's Heretics. I certainly want to give a shout-out to get out to them and let them know that I certainly appreciate their support and their help. I feel like that, you know, anytime you can support each other, that's a wonderful thing. You can get Derek's Heretics anywhere that you can get Kevin's podcast show. Same to go with... Uh, Shift Ender Podcast, Derek Heretics talks about aliens, conspiracies, Bigfoot, you know, anything like that. Anything strange or unusual, Derek Heretics covers it. And also, Shift Ender Podcast, they cover anything EMS. If you ever wanted a little inside peek, a little bit of a uh, wonder what's going on inside there, wonder what's going on inside of a mind of a paramedic or an EMT, well, Shift Ender Podcast is where to do that. Also, don't forget the Shifter Podcast has their own Facebook page, and also don't forget Weird Tennessee on Facebook. And that is the shout-outs for today. Okay, we've come to the end of another episode of Kevin's Podcast Show. My name is Kevin Marshall, and once again, I want to thank the dozens and dozens of the KPS faithful out there who continuously grow this program i certainly appreciate it it really helps when you share and like and retweet and re um, share on facebook and all those things that all of you have been doing i really do appreciate it it really helps the program is growing it's not very many but i don't care it's growing and that's important to me it's important that we grow and we keep putting out the episodes that you all enjoy, that you all love, and you all comment on, and I really do appreciate that. 
If you want to get in touch with me, you can go to Anchor Podcast app if you have Anchor Podcast app, and you can leave me a voicemail. You can send me a tweet at Podcast Kevin, at Podcast Kevin. You can also go to my Facebook page, uh, Kevin's Podcast Show, or at Podcast Kevin. I'm not sure exactly how that works on Facebook, but anyway, you can do that. You can also uh, send me a message there. You can send me a um a Facebook message on Messenger if you want to do that. Tell me what you like about the show. Tell me what you don't like about the show. Also, if you have a an iPhone or an Apple computer and you've been listening on iTunes or Apple Podcast app, then I strongly encourage you to go over there and leave a comment, uh, leave a, a review of the program. If you can't give it five stars, talk to me first and tell me why that you can't give it five stars. Or give it one star and tell me why you don't like the show. I mean, hey, we're here for you. I'm here for you. So let me know. Let me know how that works. Also, don't forget that you can get me on many platforms. I have a lot of platforms. Of course, Anchor Podcast app. That's how I do my podcast. And I strongly encourage you, if you want to start a podcast, then that's the way to do it. Because Anchor is so easy to use. Such a simple tool. And it's uh, free. That's the most important thing. Free is a good thing. Uh, They spread. They've uh, been bought out by Spotify. They partner with Spotify. You're available on Spotify. A lot of people listen to a lot of different music and that sort of thing on Spotify. So we're available there. We're available on Stitcher, CastBox, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Overcast, Podcast App, Podbean. We're also available on Podcoin. Uh, Podcoin's an interesting little app if you want to use it. I use it quite a bit, but I'm telling you right now, if you like to listen to podcasts, that's one of the ways that you should be using because you can earn Podcoins, which is the name of their app. You earn little coins, and then you can eventually get yourself a, um, you know, a little gift card to Dunkin' Donuts or Amazon or or um, um, any number of different kinds of things like that which is pretty awesome or you can decide to be all wonderful and good and have a warm feeling in your heart and donate those minutes that you listen to podcasts to any kind of a charity that you might think this is a wonderful cause for you and as an exclusive for kevin's podcast show listeners you can enter the promo code kevin just enter that in whenever you download the free podcoin app and you'll get 300 podcoins right off the bat just for entering Kevin in the uh, the uh, bonus bar, and you'll be able to get 300 extra podcoins, which is pretty amazing if you ask me. There's also another podcast app that we use. It's called Bullhorn, which has really been coming on strong here lately because a lot of people don't like to use their minutes or not necessarily their minutes but their data usage i mean a lot of people have to watch their data usage and i get that because you want to watch youtube videos about cats and you want to watch netflix and that sort of thing and i get what you want to use your data for but if you go to bullhorn if you download the free i want to emphasize free bullhorn app you just go over you search out kevin's podcast show or Derek's heretics more shift ender podcast any of my buddies there they're all available there and you can just simply call up the number that's available for each podcast and listen while you call 
And that does not use any of your data. You have unlimited calling, so why not? Just makes a lot of sense. So any way that you want to listen to Kevin's podcast show, I certainly do appreciate it. I appreciate all my dozens and dozens of the KPS faithful out there. I appreciate the people. Most of my audience is probably 50%, a little better than 50% is in the state of Tennessee, and I come from the state of Tennessee, which is wonderful. But the next biggest state that I'm in is California. So shout out to all the Cali people out there. I certainly do appreciate you listening. All the uh, people who listen in other countries, there's a lot of people who listen in Canada and uh Australia and and uh, well, there's just a bunch of them. There's just a whole bunch of them that I really do appreciate you guys listening. It's an amazing thing to know that my voice is going out around the the world, around the globe, and that there's a lot of people that enjoy the show. So all you uh, Canucks that are up there, the people who are in Sweden, Liberia, anywhere in the United Kingdom, and England or Ireland or Scotland, any of those places, Romania, uh, France, the Philippines. I know it's strange. It's weird, but I appreciate you. I appreciate you all listening and spread the news, man. Spread the news. Get it out there. Let everybody know that we are here. We are putting out podcasts. We're trying to make the world a better place and spreading around that libertarian philosophy and letting people know that you don't have to be controlled by your government. Look in the mirror. Control your own life. And that's my message to you. And that's what I think that we ought to do. Right off the bat, whenever we get a kid that starts school every every year, whenever they start school in kindergarten, Buy them a little handheld mirror and say, look here, folks, if you have a problem, start with that mirror, look and see where the problem is. That philosophy will work for you all the way through your adulthood. I promise it will. Okay, I'm going to end the show right here, right now, and I appreciate you all listening. Once again, it is Kevin Marshall on Kevin's Podcast Show. And until next time, it is deuces and duck lips. I don't care if you are gay or straight or a lesbian or overweight. Just get in here right now.